Welcome to the Glover Chat Podcast, a show about faith, family, and whatever fun stuff we feel like talking about. Join us each episode for encouraging and uplifting content, led by your hosts, Aaron and Emily Glover. Thanks for joining us for Glover Chat. All right, everybody. Well, we are finally, finally back to recording another episode of Glover Chat. Finally. It's been a minute. It has. I mean, but it's not like anything major has shifted or gone on or new jobs or new adventures (laughs) or big, tremendous life. Couple of weeks. Not even a little. (laughs) Oh, so uh, there has been a lot of things that have have happened over the past couple of weeks. So we decided to take a a quick break from recording the show. Mm -hmm. Um, We also knew that we'd be able to get back in the rhythm a lot better now. Uh, once everything has has gotten going, so here we are. We're we're getting back into it and going to be putting out content weekly, like we were doing before. Uh, but just wanted to let you guys know that a lot of things have have happened and changed. We wanted to check in with you today, talk about some of that stuff. We're going to go through our random question. We're going to talk about things that we have for visions and dreams for where we're at right now, uh, and just kind of see where the, our time takes us today. So, mm-hmm. with that said, Emily, what time is it? It's time for the random question of the day. That, you, I, I didn't feel any. I didn't feel that one. I, you, you wimped out on that one. I, I want to feel passion. Oh my I God. want you to. I want you to ask that random question. Okay. I, I want to feel it. You want to feel it. The, the, the theme song, not oh, the, the question. Theme song. I okay. Need, so, let's try that one again. We're gonna, okay. we're gonna act like we edit this out, but we're not going to. Okay. All right, and so it's time for. <laughs> now it's on the spot. Now I feel weird. It, it's there. <laughs> Random question of the day. There we go. There we go. I, I like that one. I'll I'll give that one a good solid B plus for you. B plus. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and, and hit us with that question? Well, I have like uh, I'm trying to decide between the two. Um, let me see here. Or something. No, you're good. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so I have. I'm kind of in between two, but okay. I don't know. And now I kind of just want to do. I think you should listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So, because I know that you and I know this about each other, mm-hmm. but not everybody listening knows. Okay? okay. But would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? And so the introvert. The dictionary on the Google. On the Googler. Says, uh, introvert, noun, a shy, reticent person, a person predominantly concerned with their own thoughts and feelings rather than with external things. Compare with extrovert, which is an outgoing, overtly expressive person. Um, yeah. Okay. So what would you consider What yourself? would I consider myself? Mm-hmm. I, I, I will say an extrovert just right. because... I like to be expressive. I love to express myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm very introspective. Right. But I will say I I don't ever feel like I feel good when I'm releasing all that mm-hmm. and connecting with other people or showing yeah. people or telling or involving others in the world and, and all that. So that's why I'll say I'm an extrovert. And then also right. to add on to that, the big one to me is that after I'm around a bunch of people, mm-hmm. I'm hyped up. 
Right. I'm ready to go. Like when we mm. leave church on Sunday, yeah. I'm ready to get, I'm like, where's round two? I, I, right. I caught my second wind. Yeah. I got, so I, that's why I would say I'm an extrovert mm-hmm. uh, because of the people and because of the external environment and the expressive part of that. Right. Um, like you get your energy from people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and even like last year, whenever we weren't around as many people, I was mm-hmm. so depressed and didn't even yeah. realize it was, and we were still connected with a lot of people, but right. I didn't realize the effect that that had on me uh, the way it did. Mm-hmm. So definitely extrovert for me. Um, what about you? Introvert, but confused. Because. How so? <laughs> I mean, introvert, introvert for sure, because I, I lose energy around people. Um, after being around them for a while, I need to go and be by myself to kind of get more energy. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, after church, I'm usually like, hey, let's go take a nap. <laughs> because True I mean, story. True, I mean, it, and I, I love being around people. Now, what I don't agree with is that like being an introvert, some people are like, oh, I just don't like people. I do. And I like like going to parties or I like going to you know, to friends' houses, and I like being around people, but I love my home Mm -hmm. the most. Right. Well, and I think sometimes people use that as a cop-out. They're like, oh, I'm an introvert, so therefore I don't know how to react in public, or I don't, I use it as an excuse not to speak, or not to be around people, or not to know how to interact in certain ways. Like, Mm -hmm. it's almost like a cop-out. Like, well, I'm an introvert, so I don't have to deal with any of that. It's like, yeah, no, you're an adult. (laughs) And it doesn't mean you hate people or you're antisocial. It Mm -hmm. just means um, that that's where you draw your energy from. And that's the, Mm -hmm. where your focus and and your, everything comes from is that internal uh, thing. And so I think that's a important thing for people to realize is it's not just, do you like people or not? Are you Mm -hmm. a social butterfly or not? Because Mm -hmm. I'm very, I'm a social person, mm-hmm. but I'm not Mr. Um, I wouldn't say I'm the life of the party mm. at all. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that at all. I, I enjoy people, sure. um, but I'm, I'm not like Mr. Like people, 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 people mm-hmm. like all the time. Right. And so there yeah. are, you know, those are different things than mm-hmm. where you're getting your energy from. So, right. I mean, but obviously you and I know that about each other. Yeah. And being an introvert, it definitely takes daily, you know, work to mm-hmm. be. You kind of have to, not. I hate saying like fight against it. You don't, I mean, you really have to exercise social graces, if that makes sense. Sure. You know, you just have to practice talking to people and practice being around people. And, you know, there is not a shyness, but kind of <clears throat> you are, um, you're, you're, well, you're in careful. your own head. You're in your own head mm-hmm. for sure, and you and I don't really like small talk. I would rather get down to the nitty gritty right. conversation, like really get to know somebody right. rather than talking about the weather. Unless so. it's really pretty weather. I mean, I like nice weather. <laughs> nice I know what cool. you mean, though. Yeah, the whole getting getting down <laughs> to actually knowing people. Right. Um, but it's it's interesting too to get to know that about people, just how they're mm-hmm. wired, what they vibe with, what they you know, how they, just how they are. So I think right. it's important for people to understand the way God made you mm-hmm. and, and how that plays a role in your, in your life and your leadership and your relationships and mm-hmm. everything you do. For sure. It's not, oh, I can't be a leader because I'm an introvert. No, right. you can be an incredible leader oh, for as sure. an introvert. 
yeah. and it's not oh I can't be a um a, a I don't know a word to use for the extrovert mm-hmm. um but but they need that time of introspection and self reflection sure. and doing those things it can't mm-hmm. always just be you know the first thing that pops into your head and you're ready yeah. to go do right um so both can learn mm-hmm. from each for other sure. this is great stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I think is awesome to know. I think it's it's great to know how God's wired us and then to understand that about each other and yeah. and other people. Definitely. So, good random question. The other the other one was if you could live that I was like, should we do this? Is um if you could live in any time era, what would you choose? Like past, present, future. Oh, man. See, I let's do let's save that one. I th- yeah. I could jump into that. Save know, that for next time. So, so put like, a put a pin in it. Put a pin in it and we'll come back it. to it. Okay. <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, that's the random question of the day. And, and now we wanted to catch up with you guys about some things that have been going on over the past few weeks. Anybody who knows us, uh, and is close to us, is friends with us, follows us online. We have been through a major transition in the past couple of weeks where I have actually taken the role as senior pastor at a church here in East Texas, First Baptist Church of Troop. And so we have transitioned into that and it has been a big transition. It, it's yeah. been a great transition. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. I I feel this is exactly where God wants us to be right sure. now. I know it is. Yeah. And, and so it is. It is so fun. But there's a lot of work to do. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of things. And so there is. Um, even this morning, before I was getting ready to record the show, mm-hmm. I, I've just been setting up stuff online, getting things set up for you know dealing with like Microsoft um, right. with all the Office stuff and mm-hmm. uh, updating some things. Sure. And that takes time. Yeah. You know. And so, um, but anyways, so this big season that we're in, um, me as a senior pastor walking in that role for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Having literally done everything else at the church, but never this role. Yeah, right. Um, and then you, Emily, is right now, you're helping lead us uh, in worship mm-hmm. every Sunday. Right. And so it, it's also, it's a tag team effort mm-hmm. where you're doing, you're doing your portion, I'm doing my portion, mm-hmm. and it, it's phenomenal. I mm-hmm. absolutely love it. Oh, yeah. Um, but it, it, it is a lot. It is a lot, but it's it's good. It's hard work, but it's good work. It's kind of like a good marriage, you mm-hmm. know. It's like it. It's like man, this is a lot of work, but gosh, it's so good, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. It, it's yeah. And I I remember telling you a couple of weeks ago, I was just in the office one day working on something. It was simple. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even anything big, and it, and just a moment hit me where I was like, I'm so deeply happy. Yeah. In what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things, it was a, a mundane office task. Sure. So it wasn't that, 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 right? but it was just an overall state, the realization of, you know, we worked so hard mm-hmm. and, and pursued this for me personally for over a decade. Yeah. And then us together, when right. we entered into this relationship, we knew we were doing ministry mm-hmm. and we've been doing that, yeah. but never in this capacity with no. this much demand mm-hmm. and this much on our shoulders. Sure. Um, and so walking in it is it, it's phenomenal, but right. realizing how much deep joy and mm-hmm. satisfaction that that has in me just already, yeah. just very con- content. Mm-hmm. It, it's it was just a great feeling. I was just sure. thankful. I mean, mm-hmm. and considering after twenty twenty, <laughs> after that, <laughs> the worst. we're not even going to go there. But <laughs> it was just so good just to even compare those two, and yeah. just to be thankful and happy and just excited for sure. Um, so with that, I, I wanted to even talk to you today and ask you, and, and you ask me, and let's go back and forth, 
about the things that I would like to do a little bit of a vision casting or dreaming mm-hmm. or just, you know, thinking out loud, yeah. you know, talking about what excites us, what we mm-hmm. want to see happen, For sure. um, talking about some challenges, but then again, just kind of be open to dreaming uh, those, you know, those thoughts about what we want to see happen at our church and within mm-hmm. our people and within yeah. us. Um, so, yeah, I guess first off, what are you the, what are you the most excited about here at FBC Troop? Um, really right now, you know, uh, I'm so excited about the music. Mm -hmm. I really, you know, and that's my focus. And so I really want to build and put together, uh, a really awesome team of people. And there's, you know, a few people in mind. And so it's, it's really just putting that together and utilizing the gifts that are here already. Um, and just having an awesome worship team, you know, so. Yeah. No, that's good. I, I would, you know, because right now um, where we're at, we're in a, we're, the church is in a new season. It's kind mm-hmm. of in a, um, not a rebirthing season, but a new season, yeah, you know, after sure. COVID, after they're, you know, getting back to normal, having a new pastor. Um, it, there's just been a lot of change. And so, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like with the music, like you do a phenomenal job by yourself. Right. I mean, kudos to you. It's, <laughs> it's phenomenal. Um, but then also bringing others into that, oh, having yeah. a, having a team, having a band, having mm-hmm. other singers, right? Making it a collective uh, worship experience for sure. It is I know that's a, a big heart of yours and, yes. and something you want to see definitely. Um, and raising up other leaders so that you know if I'm gone, they can take over um, and do a great job. And you know that I mean if if you can't leave and have someone take your spot and do a good job then it's it's you know i feel like i'm i'm not doing my job so you know yeah well that that, and that touches on a whole part of of leadership Mm -hmm. is just empowering enabling and equipping people to to function fully to where if something happened to you and you were gone yeah they could they could rock and roll without you and we're, we're we're the type of leaders also that what i like is that when we see talent and when we see other people with gifts, we get so hyped about it. Mm-hmm. We're like, yeah, that's like awesome. Um, and so I, I think that that's something that's fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, I'm with you. I, I'm excited. I can't wait to see like the worship team grow and, mm-hmm. and for y'all to do things and make that experience even better. Because right. like I said, it's phenomenal right now. Mm-hmm. And it is, yeah, it, it's phenomenal right now. <laughs> so I can't wait to see what happens. Um with that, um, I, I think really the, for me, what mm-hmm. I'm kind of the most excited about yeah. uh, is just seeing this church walk in its potential. For sure. Like becoming, when you, when you see all the, all the uh, what they have here foundationally, mm-hmm. what they have the potential to be and to do, the, the people, all the potential of things that God has to, to use them to change mm-hmm. Uh, this body, this fellowship, to change right. the city of Troop, to mm-hmm. influence the schools. I, I'm just excited, I think, honestly, just to see kind of what he wants to do here yeah. with this group of people and how mm-hmm. that's going to affect right. uh, this area, mm-hmm. if For that sure. makes sense. Like, I, I'm i just excited, like, to even more so than when I say vision casting, I'm not one of those, like, hey, it's going to be A, B, C, D, yeah. uh, 2.1, 3. Point, like, Right. I'm more like big vision. Big picture, yeah. Yeah, like mm-hmm. seeing again the the people walking and the the church body as being a, you know, a good, healthy, functional organization right. that is 
that is just doing the work of the ministry, equipping the saints, (laughs) discipling people, raising them up, sending them out, and definitely being what the church is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. You know, and and that is, and right now that that's a challenge for everybody. Yeah, and I, I think especially after COVID and everything, churches are trying to, you know, get back on their feet and, you know not go back to normal because I don't think that we can ever really go back to quote unquote normal, but, you know, trying to find their new identity and, and, you know, so. yeah, what things look like moving forward. Yeah. How the church, I, I think that that year provided us, and we've talked about this a lot. It provided us with a lot of things we saw. This doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it hasn't been working. Right. We just didn't realize it for a long time. Yes. And I'm talking about the church in general, in, American yeah, church, church yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. Hey, we, we did things this way, and right. it really hasn't been working for the past two decades. No, right. Um, but we just kept doing it because we've been doing it. And yeah. then COVID showed us, hey, that's completely ineffectual. Mm-hmm. It's a waste of time. Yeah. And nobody actually even wants us to do it. Right. Um, and, and so I think this season, too, has also allowed people to um, come back to more of that core of what's important. Mm-hmm. and why it's important yeah um and kind of why we're trying to do those things yeah. and then realizing that the church can go outside of the walls of the building yeah the building is a place that facilitates us mm-hmm. gathering and us discipling for sure but we can do that outside oh yeah we can do we have so many things like this podcast that came mm-hmm. about from that time yeah the our live worship that came from that time there's so many new ways to reach out and connect with people we would be foolish to think that that God hasn't provided us with a lot of new opportunities. For sure. Uh, and some of the old opportunities have just faded because we don't do life that way anymore. Right. Um, you know, things like most churches aren't doing Sunday night worship anymore. Yeah. Um, it, 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 a lot of the churches around here aren't doing that. Mm-hmm. But that's another time that we that people like the body can, can do other things sure. during that time. They can get yeah. together in other ways mm-hmm. um, and, and go out from the church right. kind of thing. So. For sure. You know, I'm excited about those kind of things, and and that's what really, even the challenges, mm-hmm. you know, looking at at where churches are at, what we face going forward, actually kind of get me excited mm-hmm. because I don't see them as impossibilities that we can't overcome. No, no, there's nothing at all like so far that I've been like, oh man, that's not going to work, or that's never going to happen, or whatever. Really, it's just a matter of time, you know, mm-hmm. for it to come together. Yep. Time and execution mm-hmm. and, and planning and right. and then getting the people involved and mm-hmm. like I said, equipping, discipling, enabling right. and sending them into mm-hmm. it and, and getting them into it is is something. So yeah, yeah I, I'm that that's where I'm at. I, I'm excited about all that. Um, and again, even the challenges excite yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Even even getting things uh, you know, rocking and rolling the way they need to and mm-hmm. um, and I mean in general with with churches everywhere, right. with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um so let me ask you this. I, I kind of wrote a note. We have a couple of notes that we're riffing off of here. Um, what is something you want to see happen here uh, or while or based off of being here, if that makes sense? Um, whether it's something you want to see happen in the church, something you want to see happen in yourself, mm-hmm. something you want to see happen in the kids. I don't, I don't know who, but what's something you want to see happen with somebody or something, you know, Based from being here. Based from being here. Hmm. I guess it, I really want to see growth and not just in numbers. You know, growth with 
me and, and, you know, inside of me as a person and me with my walk with Christ. And then, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, really growth, you know, this just seemed like, and it just seems like just such a potential and, and I've, and I've always kind of see certain churches as a little garden, you know, Mm -hmm. and if you are tending this garden and this is where we're at and I really want to see it flourish and that's going to take time and love and effort and prayer and sunshine and warmth and all of those different things. And I, and I want to see um, it just really grow and, and flourish and to see people happy and see their families you know, happy. And if their you know, marriages are having trouble or if their kids are having trouble or whatever is going on in their lives that they can come here and feel the love of Christ and they can kind of just grow as a family and people and that they can just feel the love of the Lord here. Yeah. And I think that that's just the way that I kind of will be like, okay, that's successful that my little garden is (laughs) happy. (laughs) Yeah. You want people alive and thriving. Yes. You want them, you know, growing and, and those things and having those experiences. Yeah. I think that's, that's phenomenal. That's a, that's a great, way to look at that and the things that you want to see happen, you know, in yourself and, mm-hmm. and within the church. And I'm, I'm kind of the, the, along the same lines. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have some stuff that I would like to see, you know, differently for me, me personally, I want to see the growth and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would really l- like to, I am, it was interesting, even, even when we were coming here and being called here, mm-hmm. it felt like God was really pulling me um, in the direction of, of just trusting him yes. as if he was holding his hand out to me saying, trust me, right. follow me, trust me. Don't mm-hmm. trust this. Don't trust that. Don't trust stuff or things right. or organizations or yeah. trust me. Mm-hmm. And so that has, that was the, the first step into this direction for sure. I felt like, and so part of what I want to do while, you know, while being here mm-hmm. is continue to walk in that um and really and really i guess you would say grow in that mm-hmm. but really and and mature in that stability of trusting and following and and finding his voice and following mm-hmm. his voice and being in his will in that way right. and so that's something for me personally mm-hmm. that i want to to see and then for the the church as a whole um you know, I, I've been privileged to have some some friends in, in my life, some guy friends that are just, I mean, the best of the best, phenomenal guys when it doesn't matter what happens, they're there to help each other. They don't mm. hold anything against each other. Right. They hold each other accountable, but yet mm. they're not judging or condemning. Right. They're lifting each other up, strengthening each other. Yeah. And so I have those kind of guys and I have those kind of relationships. And what I would love to see in, in any church, but here is is to see people with those relationships yeah all over the place for sure yeah. you know to have a church body that is just uh, admonishing and uplifting and encouraging mm-hmm. and when someone falls they help them up they bandage yeah. the wounds for sure without condemning you know yes. the person you know holding yeah. them accountable and calling them out of things mm-hmm. but not doing so in a way that that tries to harm them or condemn them right but to encourage and uplift and empower you know and so that's what I would love to see is is people walking in those types of relationships. And that's just overall health. Just overall. That's that's just I mean really more than 
and we've said this before, but more than numbers, more than getting people in the door, it's like, that's great, but I want health here. Mm -hmm. You know, I want there to be authenticity and health and love and acceptance and all of that in order for us to grow and flourish and, and go from there. Yeah. And and I think that's, again, that's a part of what the church, it's a big mission of what the church is supposed to do. Right. uh, Other than just the great commission. Yes. Um, But when we read Paul's letters, you know, whenever he talks um, to all the churches he's writing to, he's always encouraging them. He's Mm -hmm. always praying for them. Right. He's always trying to help them. He's not afraid to call them out where they need to be um, challenged. For sure. But not so in not in a way to condemn them, but in a way to call them to look, you know, to Christ and to walk more like Christ, to be who Christ has made them to be, to, you know, live as those who are walking in Christ, to walk by faith. And so, you know, that is that's I think that's what we are supposed to do as a church. And I think that's a big focus and I th- way beyond numbers. Like who, yeah. I mean, numbers is so secondary and tertiary by comparison. Right. For sure. Like, yes, you want to spread the gospel. Yeah. That's kind of, that's just a given. That's a duh. It's like a duh. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go do that. Right. Um, but I'm also going to take care of the people. I want to take right. care of the, you know, I want to I want to help them. I want to take care of these people. Yes. And I think that, that also coming out of COVID and coming out of, you know, 2020, there are so many of us and me included that have gotten so used to being by ourselves mm. and being okay with not going to church and being okay with, you know, oh, we'll just stay here or we'll just do church at home. And that's fine and that's great. But I think that also a part of health and overall growth and our in our walk with Christ is being around other believers face to face. And for some people that's scary because of their health and all of that, but I think that it is important to, you know, cultivate that and to practice. And like I said, yeah. being an introvert, you do have to exercise being social. Sure. And so you do have to kind of step out of your comfort zone yeah. and do that. And we need to make the, every church needs to be a place where people are, you know, safe, not, not just physically, but right. emotionally, mm-hmm. spiritually. Yeah. Um, we need to make it a place they want to be at. Yeah. And I'm not talking about, let's make it like attractional, like the world. Yeah. Uh, but I'm talking about just as, as believers, a place mm-hmm. where people want to go because they know these people love me. Yeah. This is where we gather to worship God together. This is mm-hmm. where we share in that fellowship and that communion. Right. And, and that being those draws, mm-hmm. um, centered around Christ and yeah. him, and then just being his his body here, For sure. and so yeah, oh, it's it's so exciting. I, I'm so I'm so excited um, about what we're you know this new season, and so uh, I, I I couldn't be happier right now. It's so funny. I feel I feel silly kind of saying that sometimes, but yeah. I could not be more excited about what we're doing and and getting to walk through this season with you and just see like I'm I I wake up like a little kid like I'm like okay God, what are we gonna do today? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but you do. You're Let's ador- go. You're adorable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. That's fun. Well, anyways, uh, th- well, that's all we have for today. We just wanted to catch up with you guys, let you know what's going on, talk f- through a few things, and let you all know that now that we're back in the rhythm of everything, mm-hmm. we're going to be back on our normal schedule of releasing right. content on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, with that, that's kind of all we have for today. So, uh Thanks for joining us for another Mm -hmm. episode of Glover Chat, and we will catch you later.